Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Innovation Podcast, your source for all things innovation. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Ruzbe Rotabi on the line, and he's VP of Customer Success over at Marketa. Ruzbe, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. Oh, man, so uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about trends in commerce and consumer behavior. Um, but before we do that, let's go a little bit further into what you're doing over at Marketa. Tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so the company's been around for 10 years, and we are a payments facilitation company where we're an issuer processor which means we create products that uh, businesses or consumers use in their everyday life to conduct mobile or in-person or online transactions. And so that's why you're the guy I want on the, on the show for uh, today to talk about this. So trends in commerce and consumer behavior. I think you have a unique um, vantage point based on the types of clients you work with. Um, so where do you want to start with this topic? Yeah, no, I think that's a great place to start. And we see trends in consumer behavior, whether that's how they're uh, signing up and, and engaging with the banking ecosystem of uh, working with one of the new Nuvo banks, such as uh, Square Cash or PayPal or, or Venmo, and using them as a banking uh, platform, or going to the traditional financial institutions, such as Wells Fargo, Chase, or, or et cetera. You're seeing a shift in that due to uh, bigger things in, in the market, whether that's age, uh, COVID, or other things, you're seeing a trend move more towards digital environments and digital ecosystems. What excites you right now, like in, the, in this in this area of focus? Like, what excites you? Like, what gets you fired up? You're like, oh man, this is interesting. I think it's just a trend. That's a great question, and, and it's two things. One is the trend that you're seeing in consumers just adopt mobile and commerce uh, new payments environments. So whether that's removing, you know, cash is dead. Checks are pretty much already dead. Is, is cash the next thing to die? And then the second thing is. How are businesses adapting to this? What are they trying to solve with payments ecosystems? You got people that are now selling on Etsy. You got folks selling on Shopify. You got folks selling all over the place. And, uh, you know, how are people providing those payment systems and how are consumers or businesses um, ingesting those, if you will? I love it. And, and you're right. And I find myself even not even on the business side, just personally on the consumer side, um, having to come up with these comment with these uh, decisions all the time. I just uh, today I, I had I had to send some money to somebody. And I, as we were having our conversation, it went from everything from cash app to Zelle to uh, to Venmo, like all in one text, like to figure out well, who was using what and how to send the money. <laughs> and I'm like, that wouldn't have happened that long ago. No, it wouldn't. And, and, you know, before it was like, oh, mail me a check. And, and now that's pretty much dead. And then now with the instant gratification, uh, with the advent of text messaging, you know, you want to receive things just as fast. And with Amazon, you know, creating, oh, you can buy something and it'll be delivered possibly even that day, if not the next day for free. So the, the behavior and the mindset of waiting two weeks for something to arrive has really changed. And you want something instantaneous. And we live off of micro events in our lives that are around satisfaction or around experience, and we want ease of use because we have so many more things pulling at us now, so many more things trying to take our attention away from what's core or fundamental. The more things are simple, it eases our lifestyle. So whether you're a working parent and you're trying to send money for your kid's school or soccer or whatever it may be, 
or you're a business and you have many more things to manage other than just how payments are facilitated. So if someone's offering you a solution or a service to take care of that and you don't have to think about it and now you have optionality, you're really changing all of the facets of ease of lifestyle experience and, you know, getting it done quickly, quicker, quicker. So a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listening, um, and and they know that, you know, they have to be thinking about, um, as we all do that are in business, know that we have to be thinking about um, changing consumer behavior and how to make people happier and make, make them, you know, return customers um, and clients. Um, what are some of the things that you coach your clients and or that you help people with in terms of their thought process and what they should be thinking about as they design their business going forward? Uh, another great question, Adam. I think the biggest thing is experience. You know, when you go into a retail store, for those of us that are uh, old enough to remember that, like, that was an experience. There's a difference between going into, let's say, a, a grocery store, a Nordstrom, or a gas station or a convenience store. Same thing with your environments now. You have to think about what the consumer's trying to do, how they're trying to get there, whether it's discovery, awareness, adoption, utilization. And if you start there, and you and you please and delight the experience, the customer in that environment, then you're really going to make it um, repetitive, and you're going to drive engagement and further in-depth um, experience. On the business side, you have to think about utility. How easy is it for me to run my business and that type of experience? So, is it something clunky? Is it something I don't understand? Is it written in old code or old format? And so, I think that's that's where things are going to be changing going forward. And you, you see that now, whereas you go into a store and you can just tap your phone and walk out. Before, you know, you'd sit in line behind three people that might be writing a check. Yeah, I love that. And and the, the thing that's interesting to me is when we when we talk about experience, um, it means to me when I, I think of experience maybe a little bit different than most. I think of it as anybody that touches your brand from any different area. It doesn't have to be somebody that's just writing you a check or somebody that's doing business with you immediately. For example, my team um, over the course of I don't know we've done over two thousand interviews. We count clicks like on how on how easy our process is and how simple it is and what kind of experience our guest has when they're coming on the show and they're after the show and all these other things. Like we we think of every single thing and try to refine that process and make it better and better and that's just one side the guests on the other side we're thinking about the listener like our how they engage with us what we do all these other things and from all of that i mean that's how you build the brand long term is just staying really focused on what that experience is for anybody that touches your brand yeah you're absolutely right i mean you think about experience apple right they, they make everything so seamless you get a phone out of a box and the phone's very powerful but in seven or 10 taps of your phone, you're up and running and they keep you engaged and they keep you um, using that. Same thing with cars. Cars are used as a utility, but if you get in the car and the navigation is easy to use and the radio is easy to use, you're going to have a more loyal follower by that same kind of brand, that same brand of car, whether that's uh, a Japanese make, American made or, or German, you're going to start funneling your business to those brands that you've had a positive experience with, to your point. Nah, that's exciting. Um, so, Ruth Bay, um, final question, a two-part question. So, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about Marketa, uh, so first part of the question, uh, it, what are the right types of businesses, whether it's size or niche um, or, or otherwise, that Mar is typically a good fit for Marketa? Number one. Number two, what's the best way for them to follow up? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think the, the biggest thing to think about Marketa is where do we're at the cross-section or the intersection of commerce and innovation. 
So if you're trying to solve a payments problem, if you're trying to figure out how to automate some sort of business-to-business payment uh, need, or you're trying to launch a new product in the consumer-facing world, uh, or you have a product in place and, and you might want to replace your current processor, that's really where we sit. So in the case of an Instacart you know, or, or DoorDash, we have, they have drivers and they have cards all over the place. And they use the, our payments device when they walk into the Taco Bell or walk into the, to the Whole Foods or, uh, or Sprouts and purchase the product. So it matters what you're trying to accomplish on the back end. And that's really where we sit on the consumer side. It's a matter of how are you trying to facilitate a new payments uh, product, whether it's banking or lending uh, for, for your consumers as a business. And how they get in touch with us? You go to our website, you can m a r q e t a dot com, and you know you'll be able to find out more about our use cases, our engine, our APIs, and all the technical um, a- aspects that would uh, stand up the program. Awesome. Well, hey, Ruth Bay, um, awesome having you back on the show for this uh, Reunion 2020 episode. Always great talking to you and catching up. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Innovation, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and uh, things that you're working on. And Ruth Bay, thanks again for coming back on the show. Thank you, Adam. Have a great day, and it was good catching up with you this year. If you need anything, don't be afraid to holler at us.